Hey everybody, welcome back to Processing the Past with your host Isabella. And today is an even more special episode, our final episode. I am so happy, sad, and excited to finally talk about the 2010s. I can't believe I've made it this far, and for any of you who are listening, I really appreciate it. And yes, this is my last episode, and I really hope you enjoy it, and I've enjoyed this journey as well. So, I mean, most of these artists are pretty familiar to most of you already. You know, artists like Bruno Mars, Black Eyed Peas, uh, Rihanna are all popular and are still popular now. Uh, If you haven't heard, Rihanna will be performing in the upcoming Super Bowl, which I'm pretty excited about. And she gets even more recognition that she deserves because she's a pretty good artist who has an amazing voice. But I'd like to talk about some other artists, not necessarily underground, but not maybe on the level of Bruno Mars or Rihanna, um, but still pretty popular. More people my age have probably heard of them, since they're a little bit, I guess, younger, I would say. Tame Impala, I think most people uh, my age, if I mentioned uh, Tame Impala, they would know what it is. It's not necessarily a band, but it's just an artist, Kevin Parker, who is known for making these ethereal songs that just feel unreal. And it's like an indie rock sort of genre, and I just think his songs are beautiful. He has really great albums, and it talks about, like, you know, life and heartbreak and just love and um, just kind of making a story into a song and just making it sound so beautiful um as well as another popular artist his name is mac demarco he's also known for writing very um nice songs that are a lot about falling in love and he talks about you know like life and like like he talks about women so nicely in his songs and so beautifully i think that he's a very um sort of kind creative artist and him and Kevin Parker are both unique people with like really nice creative lifestyles and I hope they continue to make music because I really like their music and it's very relaxing for me and I enjoy it a lot and someone else that I enjoy a lot is another band who yes did form in 2004 which is like mid 2000s early 2000s but didn't really receive that much popularity until 2010 so I decided to talk about them now um Beach House which is a band another sort of relaxing indie band I'd like to say and their music is represents so much like love and beauty and maybe even hurt but again they write it in a way that's just so incredibly beautiful to listen to. It's like a story, very nice. And it can even be uplifting. It's just very relaxing music. You don't really have to think too much. It's really great for studying, at least for me. But their album, which I do own, their most popular, I believe, it's called Depression Cherry album. So if you know who Beach House is, um, their most popular song, which is called Space Song, is it's incredibly just fragile not necessarily sad but it's just the way the song even starts is just it can like touch you and for me it's done that and i think it's just one of those songs that i can never really get sick of their entire album is just 
absolutely wonderful and I highly recommend them for a relaxing evening or just a time where you just need some space to yourself and you just, you know, need to relax. I think these um, three artists or band is really a great thing to listen to if you haven't really explored this genre before, so I highly recommend it. You know, most of the stuff about fashion will s seem very familiar to many of you, but people still wear clothes and brands from this all the time, and I probably do too, but um, I feel like in 2010s, you know, when like Instagram and like all these social media platforms really started to rise up is when like um, logos and brands and like fashion designers really like got out there and decided to like talk about all these, um, well, all the things that they wanted to sell. So like logo, the logo craze or logo mania started, which is like more popular bands like, you know, like Gucci or Supreme who plastered their logo on literally everything. It's, it's still, some people still wear that stuff and it's literally crazy. I think for me, it's a little too overwhelming and I don't enjoy it because it's like, very eye-popping but it will catch your eye if you see it especially supreme you know very simple logo but it pops out with that bright red in their uh, logo i'm pretty sure everyone's seen that before as well as like the gucci um all over the shoes the slippers the bags I'm not very fond of that but you know that's really what um hit in the 2010s um and still now so i guess we're still sort of kind of in this um, era, but not as much as it used to be. And athleisure as well, or activewear, was very and is very popular. It's just a way of showing off, especially for like influencers, your lifestyle and how, you know, quote unquote healthy you are. Even for people who didn't work out, they just like the style or just wanted to be part of this like athletic mania craze. And people would even like elevate their like athletic outfits, such as like track pants or suits and blazers, um, like on the streets with like gym sneakers. Uh, and I've seen that a little bit, but I feel like now um, more brands such as like Lululemon have been like really popular um, for people who like sort of wear these types of clothing every day, like um, they're like sports jackets or leggings, which is also sort of like in the like um area of athleisure so um it w i would say it's still popular now not personally my thing but this is definitely when it started to form earlier and there's one thing that i know many people have left behind in the 2010s late 2010s um the dreaded skinny jeans don't get me wrong people can pull it off and people can still pull it off and look good but it's just kind of become a norm now, or everybody knows that like skinny jeans are sort of like dead, especially for like my age, maybe for older ages or people, it might still kind of be a thing to wear skinny jeans, but it's been a huge, like, I guess, cultural change that I've seen in where like, I even used to wear skinny jeans and it's like almost nobody wears them now. And it's like crazy how you know, fashion can become, like, from something so popular to, like, so different. Like, brands, especially brands who, like, sold a ton of, like, skinny jeans, you know, like, Gap, you know, or American Eagle or 
um, brands like that have definitely changed a little bit due to like this popularity of like baggy jeans or mom jeans as well have, who, that have become popular. Um, so yeah, stores are very different, but some stores haven't really changed. So, you know, those probably decline in popularity um, due to not really updating to what's trending now. And something that's still trending, as I said in the past couple episodes, street art is still incredibly popular and is still going strong. But um, again, as I've already talked about street art multiple times, I'd like to sort of jump into the, I guess I would say late 2010s. I don't really know if 2016 counts, but you know, I really want to fit this in since it's my last episode. And um, once I mention this, many, uh, many people have heard of this. Um, it's not, again, it's not a painting, but it's like a piece, it's a piece of industrial, uh, metal, it's a robot. Um, the famous I Can't Help Myself is what it's called. It's a robot surrounded by, like, a bunch of, like, red puddling liquid. I don't know if it's supposed to represent blood or just, like, dirty water. But it used to, like, be an efficient robot that would have, like, a scooper that would scoop, like, all of his, um all of like the liquid to him so it would like clean the floor but as you know it's not going to dry up since it's metal so it would just keep um trickling back out and spreading out and the robot would keep like scooping and pushing back and back and back and this was very popular and people like would surround it just to watch this but as you know robots can't always live forever even if they're not humans um Later as years go on, the robot gets really rusty, old, dirty, and it's a little bit sad because he becomes slow and it even expresses like a sort of maybe even like depression or sort of like feeling like I just can't do this anymore, but he can't, the robot, I would say, can't help itself and continues to scoop and scoop and scoop this liquid up even though it's gonna keep like coming back out. And I think it's sad but beautiful because there's so many things that you can interpret from this piece um depends on everybody but i just think that um the creators sun yuang and peng yu are very creative and just knew that this is like something very unique that i feel like a lot of people haven't really created because you know a lot of they didn't really create a painting with a face or a lot of color or anything they just made a robot and somehow it can even express more emotion than some paintings do um and even for me like i immediately kind of felt something when i saw this robot for the first time online but it kind of reminds me of wally um like the disney movie sometimes like sad art or like meaningful art can be absolutely beautiful and i would also like to jump back to how i was talking about Kevin Parker or Tame Impala, um, I really want to like sh- like talk about his album covers. Um, um, they're like all of them. I feel like are extremely creative. Most of them are photography. Some are art. Um, but his most popular album, I believe, is called Currents. It's like this very space type, like purples, um, blues. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like very. Almost like I de- like how I described art um, in the 2000s, like almost like a psychedelic sort of way. But I just think it's like really beautiful, and um, even album covers can be a form of art. And um, definitely, I would uh, 
make sure you check those out because I think it's like really cool. And it is cool that whoever's been listening to this um, has made it to the end of my podcast. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. I've loved talking about all the decades. I don't even know which is my favorite, but I really like the 80s and even this one as well. Um, So I hope you at least enjoyed one of these episodes. Um, I'm very happy that I got the opportunity to do this and I appreciate you all. So thank you for listening to Processing the Past with me, your host, Isabella. Bye, guys.